Amen. God bless you, my brothers and sisters. Such a blessing to be here. Such a blessing to be with my in the unity of the brothers and sisters. I just want to bless you guys to, to be here, that, that you're here with us and reading the Word of God and, and growing spiritually. Amen? And that's why we're here, my brothers. And that's why we take the time, amen, to study the Word of God and let the Word of God do the cleansing of the hearts. Amen? So, I know there's been, I was asked a question, and they asked me, brother, how is this whole judgment going to happen? And I'm taken back when the Lord came. He came as a lamb, and when he was standing before the Pharisees and the scribes and King Herod, our Jesus stood silent, didn't speak a word, didn't say anything. But when he comes back, he's coming back as a king. And a king brings his judgment. And a king brings his rewards to those that are faithful. Amen? And I stay amazed when people have pictures of the mother and the, and the baby Jesus. But this baby Jesus is all grown up. This baby Jesus is no longer a baby that is being protected by his mother. Now he's coming with great wrath. He's coming to execute judgment. I know sometimes we like to see Jesus as a baby. I, I know sometimes we like to see him as the Lamb of God. But we have to be reminded, my brothers and sisters, that he's coming back as this great king to execute his judgment. And I know I want to be found accounted worthy. That's what the word says. You want to be accounted worthy, not made worthy. Accounted worthy. That means that there will be an investigation of our lives. Amen? And people, people have told me, yeah, but we're forgiven for our sins. No, amen, we are. But every man will stand before God. And he will give an account, whether of a good deed or a bad deed. You still have to be cleared in order for you to enter through his kingdom. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Remember, I'm not a legalist, but I'm loyal to the word of God. Amen? I'm a loyalist. How many of you are loyalists? Amen? Amen? But I want you to rise up with me and let us, let us pray. Let the Word do the guiding in this place. Let the Holy Spirit be in this place and let Him convict hearts. Let Him do the transformation of the mind. Amen? Let us incline ourselves. And let us pray in your own words. Speak to Him. Father, this generation still hungers for your presence. This generation, Father God, still, Father God, rises up and proclaims your gospel. This generation, Father God, still hungers for your word. 
That we don't rely on the wisdom of world, worldly men, but we rely on the gospel, on your word, Father God. For I, when I was remembered, Father God, I was in the pit of hell. And your word came to my life and gave me everlasting joy. I found peace. I was a sad man. I was a poor man. I was inside the pit, but you came, Father God, and you rescued me. How many of us have you come, Father God, in our desperate times, in our desperate needs, in our times when we cry out to you that sometimes we can't speak a word, but through our, through our tears, Lord, you see the hurting of our hearts. And you've come, Father God, and you rescued us. And you took us from a dark place into your marvelous light. And we thank you for that. We thank you for what you've done in our lives. We thank you. I rise up every day giving you the thanks. And I come into your, into your altar, Father God, with the heart of thanksgiving. A grateful heart. And I want to make sure, Father God, that you find me to be accounted worthy, Father God. I don't want to hear those words depart from me. Worker of iniquity. I never knew you. Heavenly Father, we rely on your word. I rest upon your word. Your word, Father God, is the food that brings fullness to my soul. I have built, Father God, my foundation in the rock which is Jesus Christ. I have not built my foundation on sand, but on that precious rock that even may, may the floods or the waters rise up, I will not be moved, I will not be shaken. I will stand still and I will be patient waiting for your word, Lord. Thank you, Father. And Father God, we just come before you and we rest in your hands. And we, Father God, open up our hearts and open up our minds, Lord, that you may speak to us, Lord. Purify my lips that no wickedness comes out of my lips, Lord. Touch my lips, Lord. For when these great men, appear, you appear to these great men, these men of faith, they proclaim with their own mouth, I am undone because I'm a sinful man can't stand in front of a holy God so Father God protect me with your veil let your Holy Spirit flow in this place let your Holy Spirit lead us to all truth and knowledge Lord we ask all these things in your beautiful name in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit and the church said Amen Hallelujah and I know the Lord is speaking. Take your seat, my brothers. The Lord is going to speak to us. And right now, my brothers and sisters, when you or we've seen in the TV or maybe you've gone to court, and there's different faces of this court system. Amen? 
There's an investigation. There's a discussion to whether a person is guilty or not. Yes? There's an investigation, and once that investigation is carried out, then what happens? The pronouncement of the judgment comes. Once everything has been gathered, and everybody on both sides, because you have the accuser and the enemy accusing you, and then you have the courts of the Lord, And I'm thankful that we have a mediator for us, which is Jesus Christ. Amen? And the accuser is going to tell you, Lord, he wasted his time. He wasted those precious times. He neglected prayer. He neglected the reading of your word. And that, that is what's going to be said about you, my brothers and sisters. Be careful how you live your lives because you will be confronted by Jesus Christ himself. Amen? In other words, you have an investigation, you have a pronouncement, and then there's an execute of the judgment. That's how the system works. Amen? And people have asked me, brother, where is that in the Bible? Where is this great investigation? And the word, you can't find it in there, but the principle is right there. I've heard people tell me, yeah, boy, I've told you that there is a rapture coming, and you tell me the word is not there. Yeah, the word is not there. But it speaks about that we will be transformed in a twinkling of an eye. Right? And there is a judgment coming, and you will find it on the new And the Old Testament. And I'm going to lead you and we're going to look on both sides. Amen? Hasn't this man Jesus caused enough trouble in this world? Huh? <laughs> I asked myself, I said, Lord, how much trouble you have caused in this world? But I know that your word says that you didn't come to unite the people. You came to divide. You came to divide because people will have to make a decision either to follow you or to reject you. And I said this on Thursday in our Bible study. My philosophy of life has changed for me. And I don't know if maybe you feel the same way as I do. But when everything was going well for me, I thought I was doing the right thing, right? But now when I look at it through my spiritual eyes and I see when everything is falling apart and everything is going wrong in my life, then I must be doing something good for God. Amen? That's my philosophy has changed now. The Lord has transformed my mind and my heart. Because I know the Lord is the only one that can do that. Amen? The Word of God cleanses me. And he puts a new set of paradigm, a new way of thinking inside of us. And I'm so glad for that. Amen? But I want you guys to open up your word to John. Why don't you go to John chapter 5. 
John chapter 5 verse 17. And when we have it, I want you guys to scream out there with the loud amen. Once again, John chapter 5 verse 17. And the word of the Lord is read in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And he, here is where we find Jesus speaking. Verse 17. But Jesus answered them, My Father works hitherto, and I work. Therefore the Jews sought the more to kill him, because he not only had broken the Sabbath, but said also that God was his father, making himself equal with God. Amen. Amen. Verse 19, then answered Jesus and said unto them, verily, verily, I say unto you, the son can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the father do for what things soever he does these also does the Son likewise. For the Father loves the Son and shows Him all things that Himself does. And He will show Him greater works than these that you may marvel. For as the Father raises up the dead and quicketh them, even so the Son quicketh whom he will. For the Father judgeth no man. Here it is, verse 22. For the Father judges no man, but has committed all judgment unto who? Unto the Son. Amen? For the Father judges no man, but has committed all judgment unto the Son. So he's coming back as the great judge. Verse 23. That all men should honor the Son even as they honor the Father. He that honoreth not the Son honoreth not the Father which hath sent him. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that heareth my word, look at this, and believed on him that sent me, hmm? has everlasting life. What is the reward? Everlasting life. And shall not come into condemnation. Look at this. Those that live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God and believes everything that he said, those that believed on him will have everlasting life. That is the reward. Look at this. And shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. Verily, verily, I say unto you, the hour is coming, and now is, when the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God. Do this. The resurrection. How many resurrections do we have? Two. Two resurrections. 
Verily, verily, I say unto you, the hour is coming, and now is, when the dead shall hear the voice of the Son of God, and they that hear shall live. For as the Father has life in Himself, so has He given to the Son to have life in Himself, and has given Him authority to execute. Huh? Has given Him authority to execute judgment also because he is the son of man marvel not at this for the hour is coming and i tell you that my brother even at the door marvel not at this for the hour is coming in the which all that are in the graves shall hear his voice and shall come forth they that have done good what is it they that have done good Unto the resurrection of life. Unto the resurrection of life. And they that have done evil. Unto the resurrection of damnation. Brothers. There's a judgment coming. Verse 30. I can... Of mine own self do nothing as I hear, I judge. Look at this. As I hear, I judge. And my judgment is just. So in other words, all of us were sinful men. All of us deserve condemnation. All of us deserve what we're getting. Because His judgment is just and true and righteous but look at this and my judgment is just because I seek not my own will but the will of the father which has sent me hmm? who has all judgment judgment has been given to him and him alone the books will be open there's the book of life for the lord gave his life for all human being for everyone for the entire human race everyone's name is written in the book of life it's up to you whether you want to keep it there or you want it to be blotted out from the book of life the decision it's ultimately ours amen it's ours. And I'm going to go through a few points because people are going to be asking, show me, where does it say in the Bible? Amen? I want you guys, the first point, there is a judgment. We know this. Ecclesiastes 12, 13. You can follow with me or you can go there. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 13 through 14. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter, says the great master and the teacher, Solomon. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. What many young adults, many young men and women have asked themselves, what have I brought, what, why was I brought into this world? That is the great question, right? 
What, what is my purpose in this place? And here we says, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. In other words, Solomon did this investigation and he gave himself to all vanities. And he said, at the end, when I experience all vanities, everything is vanity, is vanity. Nothing, nothing is worthy in this world. Nothing. But when he concluded, he said, fear God. And keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. Verse 14. For God shall bring every work into judgment. Does it, does it say half a work or the entire work? Huh? For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing. Even the secret things that you might be hiding. Even the secret things that you might tell yourself. Nobody knows about this. He knows it. And it's written down in the book of deeds. Huh? It's being recorded, my brothers and sisters. For those people that have lost a loved one. And those cases have gone cold. And they haven't found any judgment for their families. I've heard of so many people that I don't know who killed this, this family, this family. It's an unsolved mystery. The Lord knows who did it. And those men that think or those women that think that they got away with it, they will be confronted with Christ himself. And he will say, the books are open. The books are open. With every secret thing, whether it be good, look at this, whether it be good, Or whether it be evil. So the books are open my brothers. Amen. Second point. The judgment is for all men. For everyone. Romans 14.9. Romans chapter 14 verse 9. For to this end Christ both died and rose and revived that he might be Lord both of the dead and living. But why does thou judge thy brother? In other words, why do you judge your brother? Or why do you set and not at thy brother? For we shall all, is it half? Is it only the people that did bad? All. For we shall all stand Before the judgment seat of Christ. That means everyone. That's why I brought a preaching a while back. And I said make sure you bring every sin into the sanctuary of God. Make sure you confess. Make sure you bring every sin that you've committed into the sanctuary. So God can forsake your sins. So God can, for, can, can, can give you. Either you're guilty, right? Because when the Lord opens up the books and if he sees and the enemy accuses you and he tells you, well, wait a minute, I made him do this. Look it up in your book, see if he confessed it. And that sin is not there. Who pays for their sin? It will be on your head. That's why the Lord said, 
bring your sins into the altar so it can be recorded. So when the enemy comes and confronts you and accuses you, yes, you know what? He did bring it and it's been forgiven. Amen? So we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. How many, how many of you believe this? Huh? All of us will stand before the judgment seat of Christ. And point number three, the judgment will be for the righteous and for the unrighteous. And people have asked me, well, show me. Where do I see that? Go to Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 14. And it reads like this. I know that whatsoever God does, it shall be forever. Nothing can be put to it, nor anything taken from it. And God does it that men should fear before him. That which has been is now, and that which is to be has already been. And God requires that which is past. And moreover, I saw under the sun the place of judgment. This is Solomon. Verse 16, Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 16. And moreover, I saw under the sun the place of judgment. That wickedness was there. And the place of righteousness, that iniquity was there. Verse 17, I said in my heart, God shall judge the righteous and the wicked, for there is a time, therefore every purpose and for every work. Now, the Lord is going to judge all of us. And where I'm going with this, my brothers, is it's all going to be biblical. I'm not going to rely upon my own understanding, all right? And point number four, investigation. The investigation for the books of record are going to be open. And as we speak right now, books are being open. Because when the Lord comes back, He says, I come back soon and my reward is is with me. Yes? So does that mean when he comes back on his second coming, that means that all of us that believe and trust in Christ will have to be cleared from that judgment. Because he can't bring his rewards afterwards. You have to be cleared. Amen? Daniel chapter 7 verse 9. It reads like this. I beheld till the thrones were cast down and the ancient of days did sit whose garment was white as snow and the hair of his head like the pure wool. His throne was like the fiery flame and his wheels as burning fire. A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. Thousand, thousands ministered unto him. And 10,000 times 10,000 stood before him. The, judgments, the judgment was set and the books were opened. Hmm? It's right there in Daniel. Daniel saw it. The books and the judgment was set and the books were opened. 
And there was a fiery stream that shoot out. What, which, what is that? That's the lake of fire. And I want you guys to go to Luke 21. Luke 21, verse 34. And take heed to yourselves, lest, any, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with suffering, with surfighting, and drunkenness, and cares of this life. Can I read that again, brothers? Amen? Luke 21, verse 34. And take heed to yourselves, lest any time your hearts be overcharged with surfighting and drunkenness and cares of this life, and so that they come upon you unaware. Those that know Christ and then know their God, will they get caught by surprise? Huh? It's saying here, be watchful. Don't be caught unaware. Verse 35, For as a snare shall it come on all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch you therefore and pray always. What does it say? Pray always. That you may be accounted. Here's, look at this. That you may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Huh? Take care of how you live your lives, my brothers and sisters. Take care of how you live your lives. Because you have to be accounted. You're not made worthy. This is what other religions teach, that you're made worthy. No, we're not made worthy. There was an investigation being done and you were accounted worthy. That means the books were open and they were studying everything that you've done in your whole life. And they said, wait a minute. Yes, they lack in this. They lack in faith. They lack in their prayer life. But you know what? Yes, these were the things that they were having problems with. These were the things that they were struggling with. These were the things... That they came into the altar and they confessed it, but they also forsake their sins. Man does not know the intentions of the heart. Only God knows. That's why those people that come into Christ and that have come into the knowledge of Jesus Christ right now, they will have to move fast to know the beautiful plan of salvation. How many of you know the beautiful plan of salvation? It's a beautiful plan. Offers eternal life. But you also have to be obedient. And I've always said this. Good people don't go to heaven. Obedient people make it to heaven. Obedient. Amen? And point number five. There will be an announcement of the verdict. So now here comes whether you're found unrighteous or, you, or whether you're, you've been found righteous. What do you want to be? Righteous. So once that, that investigation in the book's been opened, now here comes the verdict. Where do they go? Can you enter into the kingdom of God? Or will he tell you, depart from me? 
worker of iniquity, those that practice against my law, I never knew you. And that is the place where God will confront you and either he will tell you, go ahead, and you have access to the tree of life. Or he will tell you, depart from me. And where will you go? Revelation 22. Revelation 22, verse 11. And he that is unjust, here's the judgment. Here is the judgment and the announcement of the verdict. He that is unjust, let him be unjust. In other words, if you've been found to be unjust, continue to be unjust. Because that was the verdict. And he which is filthy, let him be filthy still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. Hmm? So the question I have, does this take place before or after? Because there will be a closing of probation when the Lord will say, my mercies are no longer. I will close my mercies, my mercy, and now here comes the judgment. Amen? Matthew, tw Matthew chapter 7. Look at this. Matthew chapter 7, verse 21. Not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that does the will of my Father which is in heaven. What do you have to do? The will of the Father. Verse 22. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? You can be in church and maybe you can be out there preaching the word of God. That doesn't mean that you're saved. Because there's people here that are telling the Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? Lord, have we not done all these wonderful things in your name? And in thy name have cast out, even they go far that they've cast out devils. Wow. And in thy name done many wonderful works. And then I will profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me. That is, those are going to be some sad words to hear, my brothers. For those of us that have been in Christ for many years and come to find out in this long journey that we spent with God and that you think you've been doing good things. And that you think I prophesied in your name. And that you think I've cast out devils in your name. And so many good works I've done in your name, Lord. Then to hear those words depart from me. You that work against my law. Huh? And what is the reward, my brothers? What is the, the reward that he comes with? 
It's eternal life. He offers us eternal life. That is the reward. How many of us have accepted that reward? Hey Amen. I know I have. Are you sure? Are you sure where you're going? You have to be sure, my brothers. Execution of judgment. Revelation 20, verse 11. Look at this. And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away and there was found no place for them. There was no place found for the sinner, for the wicked. No place found for them anymore. And as we keep forward, we go forward, chapter 14, and death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Whose name was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. And based on his investigation, he's going to give you the verdict. And he's going to either find you guilty or you're going to be accounted to be worthy. Huh? To enter into his kingdom. Do we want that? I know I want to enter, brothers. With all these trials and these tribulations and all these struggles that we have in this life, I'd rather stay here than go back into the world. There's nothing for me out there. There's nothing for me out there, brothers and sisters. I have found this beautiful love with Jesus Christ. How many of you have found that love and that great peace? Has it been easy for us? No? Struggles, trials, tribulations. People despise you. That's what the word says. People will despise you because of me. But don't faint because I have overcome the world. Amen? Hebrews 12, 22. But you are coming to Mount Zion and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and unto innumerable company of angels wow verse 23 to the general assembly and the church of the firstborn which are written in heaven and to God the judge of all and to the spirits of just men made perfect what are they saying what is what what is Hebrews 12 23 saying here 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 are individuals inside the church that are no longer unrighteous. Huh? But now have been declared righteous. Is it by your own works? Is it because you're so great or you have so many talents that the Lord says, I need of your talents. I'm going to let you in. Huh? No. It's through His mercy and His grace that we, we are counted worthy. Verse 24, Hebrews 12, 24, And to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. That is the beautiful salvation of the plan of salvation, my brothers. Jesus Christ is our mediator. He's always mediating for us. 
Always. Always. Amen? So you've been cleared. And now you've been found either righteous or unrighteous. Hallelujah. Luke 20. We're almost done, my brothers. I just wanted to just bring some points. All biblical. All scripture. So we know what's going to happen when the books are open. And the books are open. There's an investigation. When he comes back, you're, you're either found cleared and you go with him. Or you remain a thousand years in the grave. Wow. Luke 20. Luke chapter 20 verse 34. And Jesus answering said unto them, The children of this world marry and are given in marriage. But they which shall be accounted worthy to obtain the world, that world, and the resurrection from the dead. You guys follow me? Luke chapter 20 verse 34 through 38. And Jesus answering said unto them, The children of this world marry and are given in marriage. I'm not, I'm, we're not here to speak about marriage and all that. It's not what it's all about. Right? Amen, brother? But look, we're speaking about you are found worthy. Accounted worthy to obtain that world and the resurrection from the dead. Neither marry nor are given in marriage. Neither can they die anymore. That's it. No more death. Where was death and hell? They were cast into the lake of fire. No more death. Being the children of the resurrection. Now that the dead are raised. Even Moses showed at the bush when he called the Lord the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. For he is not a God of the dead, but of the living. For all live unto him. So is this a gift from God? Or is this something you attain? Huh? Is this the salvation? Is this a gift from God? Or is this something you work hard so far? You work hard for it so you can attain that gift. No, this is a gift. A gift from God. It's a gift that comes from the giver. Not, It's not something you can attain, my brothers. Amen? And we're going to end with this. We're going to... I always like to, to go to the book of Revelation. I want you guys to go to the book of Revelation chapter 20. Revelation chapter 20, verse 1. Amen? Look at what the word says. And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit, and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon. Who's the dragon? That old serpent, which is the devil and Satan, and bound him a thousand years. The word says, a day... In the presence of God is like a thousand years. And a thousand years is like a day for God. That means that this devil, this old serpent, he will rest. He will rest from all his works. 
Hmm? In verse 3, and cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him and set a seal upon him that he should deceive the nations no more till the thousand years should be fulfilled. So it means it has to be a thousand years for him to rest. Let the land rest. And look at this. And after that, he must be loosed a little season, just a little bit. And I saw thrones, and they sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus. The souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus. Can I get a witness? And for the word of God, and which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands, and they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. The books are open. What does Paul say? Do you not know that you will judge angels? How is it possible that you cannot even take care of the simple matters that happen in church? Huh? Think about that, my brothers and sisters. We will judge angels. Is it not possible for you to settle the matters that happen in this church? That's what the Paul's saying. He's like, what, what are you guys doing? You guys taking your brother to, to the Gentiles, to the unbeliever, thinking they will have more, more righteous, more wisdom? Is it not possible for you to settle the matters in the church? How can you judge angels? Huh? Amen? But look at this, verse 5. But the rest of the dead live not again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. In other words, when Jesus comes back on His second coming, those that are dead, those that are buried in the grave, and they have trusted in Jesus Christ, those will be resurrected and those that remained alive will be changed in the twinkling of an eye. And those that didn't believe in Christ and didn't have the testimony and did not believe every word that came out of this Bible, they will be destroyed. Blessed is he that partakes in the first resurrection. You want to be part if the Lord calls us and the Lord knows our time and He says, Brother Jose, next year will be the end for you. You will rest in the grave. But when He comes again, I better make sure I die in Christ so I can be resurrected. Amen? You follow me? Verse 6, Blessed and holy is he that has part and the first resurrection on such the second death has no power. That means there will be two resurrections. When the a thousand years have been fulfilled, those that remain in the grave will be resurrected. That's the second one. You don't want to be part of that one. If you're part of that second resurrection, you have eternally been lost forever. Huh? 
Blessed is blessed and holy is he that has part in the first resurrection. On such the second death has no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ, and shall reign with him a thousand years. And when the thousand years have been expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison and shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle, the number of whom is as the sand of the sea. This is a frightening picture. So when the a thousand years are complete, remember those that were taken up with Christ, they're with him for a thousand years and the books were open. And in that a thousand years, there will be a study of his judgments. And you will have to go in and say, Lord, how come this person didn't make it? And you will get to study everything because the books will be open. And you will study and say, Lord, how come this person didn't make it? I thought he was a Christian. Well, oh, this sweet old lady, she used to bake cookies for us. She didn't make it. She didn't accept Christ. She didn't believe in the testimony of Christ. So when the a thousand years and everything has been opened for us to investigate, the a thousand years are going to be expired and Satan will be loosed from his prison. And then those that were in the grave were resurrected again to face judgment. But Satan was loosed again to go out there and deceive the nations. You follow me? Huh? Verse 9. And the people that were with Satan, numerous as the sand of the sea. That's a lot of people, my brothers. Numerous as the sand of the sea. That's a lot of people that will be lost. Amen? And they went up on the breadth of the earth, encompassed the camp of the saints about, and the beloved city, and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone. So here's the final judgment for that Satan. For that old, that old serpent. Where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. And I saw a great white throne in him that sat on it from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away. And there was found no place for them. There's found no place for these people anymore. That's, a, that's it. Mercy and grace have fled away no more. Verse 12, and I saw the dead. Look at this. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened. The books were opened. And another book was opened. I wonder which book is that one. Which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books. How will you be judged? Out of those things that we've done, either good or bad, everything is recorded. 
And those books were open according to their works. That's why I tell you, my brothers, take care of how you live your life. Amen? Verse 13, And the sea gave up the dead which were in, the, in, in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. This is the second death, my brothers. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. God forbid, and may the Lord have mercy on our souls. May the Lord have mercy on, on us. And I know I don't want to be found unrighteous. What does the word say? Let those that want to continue being filthy continue being still filthy. No. Let us be righteous in the name of Jesus. Amen. Believing by every word and living by the word of God. Do not, do not, my brothers and sisters, forsake what the Lord has given you. He has given you eternal life. Hold on to that gift. That's a beautiful gift. That's great treasure that I found in this book. This is great treasure that I found in the Word of God because I have found in the Word of God words that inspire me, words that uplift me, words that just brings forth life in these dry bones. Amen? And you know what I... Sometimes many people, when you preach these, these type of messages, and it's sad to say this, the people inside the church get more upset than the people outside. Huh? It's a sad, it's a sad story, but you see that. I've, uh, people have told me, why do you concentrate so much on the other side? Why do you concentrate so much that there's a judgment. Why can't you just preach Jesus loves you? Amen. Jesus does love us. But we have to warn our brothers and sisters. Amen. Isn't that what we've been called for? How, how can we convince Christians or people to become Christians if you don't live it out? Do you live it out? Amen. Amen. Let us rise up. Let us pray and let us end this service giving thanks to our God because there's a storm rising, my brothers. A storm is rising that will test every spiritual foundation of everyone that holds fast to the rock, which is Jesus Christ. It will be tested. And there's no way around it, my brothers. There's a clash coming. Amen? So let's avoid building on the sand. And let us continue building in the rock. Dig deep. And make your foundation sure, my brothers. Build for eternity. We build with tears. Build with heartfelt prayers. Amen? Let us incline.
Let us close our eyes and speak to our God. And Heavenly Father, the church, Father God, is built on many tears, on on so much pain. But your word says, Lord, that there will be no more pain and no more sorrow in your presence. There will be no more hurt. There will be no more people, Father God, using us, despising us, and making a merchandise of ourselves, Lord. And I can't wait, Father God, to be in that blessed city, the new Jerusalem. Father God, this world, Lord, has taken away the joy. With everything going on in this place, Lord, I have no more joy in this place. I have found my joy in that place that you have prepared for me. And that beautiful place where you, Father God, have built mansions for your people. And you, Father God, will allow us, Father God, to plant vineyards. And, Father God, we will be able, Father God, to eat the fruit of our labors, Lord. Father God, I can't wait for that blessed hope. I can't wait, Father God, for that new Jerusalem. To walk, Father God. But also, Lord, as I approach the gates, Lord, and I see you, Father God, bearing those scars on your hand, bearing those scars on your feet, Lord, having those scars that were pierced, that you, Father God, bore those scars for me. That the evidence, Father God, of your great mercy and your great love are on those scars, Father. And when I, Father God, will see them with my own eyes, I will shed every tear, Father God. I will be reminded, Father God, of your great mercy and of your great love. I will be reminded, Father God, that this walk with you is not in vain. That this walk with you, Father God, is not worthless. But Father, help me. And I know, Lord, you don't get offended when we come with such small faith. Because you're working inside of us. And help us, Father God, to grow our faith every day. And putting our eyes upon you, O Lord. Help us, Father God, to build a good foundation. Help us, Father God, to build our foundation, build on your word, Father. Help us, Lord, to come and confess our sins. And bring our sins to the sanctuary. But help us, Lord, to forsake them. And I know your reward, Father God, is eternal salvation. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Son, and thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father God, because we are no better than those Israelites that you, Father God, took out of Egypt. We are no better, Father God, than those people that have left your word, Father God. We are no better, Father God, than anyone in this place or in this world, Father. But you, Father God, 
you will make us accounted to be worthy. The gift comes from you, not through my own works, Father, but the gift is by your hand. And Father God, we just thank you, Father, for this beautiful day. We thank you for your word. We thank you for the worship and the praises. We thank you, Father God, for my brothers and sisters that have taken, Father God, only two hours of their life, only two hours of this whole day to spend time with you. For we still have 22 hours that you still give us back, Father, that you bless us. But, Father God, let us be continuously, Father God, without ceasing in prayer in connection with you, Father. Having your word written on our foreheads and on our hands, that means that we shall think and we shall act according to your word, Lord. We thank you, Father. Forgive us our sins and forgive our ignorance, Father. Your word says that it, you wink at ignorance. But when the light is presented to us, when this precious word is confronted, and we're being confronted by your word, Father God, let us act on this, Father God. Let us be willing to forsake our sins, those things that are holding us down, Lord. Help us, Father God, to walk, Father God, in your favor. Help us, Father God, to go out there and conquer and have victories, Father God, in your precious name. Because you go before us. You, Father God, give us the armor, Father God, of salvation. We thank you, Lord. And I bless the lives of my brothers and sisters that tuned in with us, Father. That have joined us, Father God. That have taken arms with us, Lord. In this battle, Father God. Because when this great conflict ends, your character will stand. You, Father God, will stand victorious. And your people, Father God, will stand with you. Oh, yes, Lord, your people will stand with you, Father God. Because you have shown us, Father God, your great riches of mercy and love and grace and patience. We thank you, Father, for being patient with us. We thank you, Father God, for just loving us, Lord. And thank you, Father God, for giving us minds that have questions. Because every question requires an answer. And sometimes, Lord, I don't have every answer. But I know someone that does. And that is you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We come with grateful hearts. Don't let us be a stiff-necked people. But let us, Father God, be open to receive correction through your word, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your precious word. For your word is a light unto my feet. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Son, and thank you, Holy Spirit. And this church said, Amen. Hallelujah. Be blessed, my brothers and sisters. I love you in the name of Jesus. Be blessed. And those that have accepted Christ and this word was a blessing to you, please share it with someone that needs to hear this. Please share it because we have to warn our brothers and sisters. This is not, we were not made worthy. There will be an investigation of our lives, whether good or bad. And let us take care of how we live our lives.
Because we will be confronted by Jesus Christ himself. And he will either say, enter in through the gates and have access to the tree of life. Or he will say, depart from me, worker of iniquity. I never knew you. Amen. So I pray that you correct yourself. If you have issues that you need to work, talk it out with God. Reason with Him. In your most private moments, tell Him your fears. Tell Him your goals, but also tell Him your struggles. He will help you in the name of Jesus. He will guide you and He will bring you back in harmony with His Word. Amen. And we pray, brothers and sisters, that you are uplifted and encouraged through the Word of God. And I pray that you join us, if it's the will of God, for Tuesday for a Spanish service and also for Thursday Bible study and Saturdays we have our service. And we pray that you were uplifted and you were blessed. And we bless your life in the name of Jesus. Amen. Be blessed.